What's up, everyone? It's the Episode Ninja Podcast, where the guys and I do a deep dive into our favorite TV shows. We chat about legendary episodes, iconic characters, and hilariously classic quotes. It's like the late-night combo you have with your friends after too much beer and not enough tacos. So grab a cold one and get ready. It's the Episode Ninja Podcast. All right, it's the end of the year. Saying goodbye to 20... End of the decade. Oh, well... Yes, the end of the decade, but also the end of the year. So neither of us are incorrect. Um, but we're here talking about 2019 shows, right? So what shows came out, what shows we liked, what shows we didn't like, shows we were excited for. Um, and it was a pretty crazy year. There was a lot of new sh- shows that came out, a lot of great shows that ended this year. Um, and we're going to kind of chat about all of them. And uh, my thought, my thoughts was twenty nineteen was a pretty good year for some new shows. What did you, what did you guys think? Yeah, I think we're still in the golden age of television, as some people would say, and especially with like all these streaming services just shoveling money at new content and stuff like that. It's it's a good time to be a TV fan. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, there's still some great shows that are hanging around. There's some new ones that are that are coming out and some shows in 2019 ended at the right time or a little too late. But yeah, I would, uh, I would agree with Steve. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as I kind of was putting my list together for kind of the best stuff this year, there was a lot of like decent stuff, you know, stuff that I wouldn't be like, Oh, this is great. But like, this is pretty decent. You know, there's a lot of really good stuff that came out this year. Um, also with a lot of garbage too, but uh, you know, that's, is what it is with TV. Um, so let's just get off with a bang. And what is your guys's best new show this year? Um, a new show that premiered in 2019. Uh, just off the bat, because to be honest, I didn't really watch too many new shows in 2019. I watched a lot of the stuff I currently watch, and then I watched like The Wire, a couple, you know, and Sopranos for whatever reason. Um, so right off the bat, I would go with Righteous Gemstones. I know we already did an episode on this. Um, and I don't know if this counts either, but, um, Chernobyl as well. That was, I believe in 2019. Um, so those would probably be my, my top two, both, both HBO shows. I agree with you on Righteous Gemstones. Great, great, great new show. Yeah. Cause I mean, Chernobyl's not coming back. I guess but it's many still, years. you know, I've got Chernobyl on here for a couple things, so I'm not going to argue with you on that. Yeah, totally agree. What about you, Steve? Uh, so my first one I had kind of came out of nowhere. It's an Amazon Prime show called The Boys. Oh, it's the same one as me. I knew you were going to have that. Uh, yeah, so the premise of this show, it's based on a comic series, but it's sort of like, I mean, I know like gritty comic movies are the thing now, but this is like sort of a more realistic take on what would happen if superheroes actually existed. And by that, it means they're all like super corrupt and like, so basically, like, there's a Captain America slash Superman uh, type who outwardly is, like, the hero of America and, like, a movie star and stuff like that. But then inwardly is, like, a sociopath who just murders people with his superpowers and enjoys it and has a lot of other issues. And there are a lot of other really interesting characters outside of that guy. But fantastic show. Great effects. Like, great action. And what's funny, too, is... Sorry if you haven't seen the show. I'm going to throw in some spoilers. But um, what's interesting about this take is you have this relationship between 
superheroes, which are invincible, and this corporation. They're kind of like owned by a corporation. And um, you're kind of like, well, why are they in this relationship with this corporation? Why don't they just tell them to fuck off and they could do what they want? You know, like people had to like audition to be part of like this, you know, superhero group and things like that. And like the corporation will assign superheroes to different, you know, areas and be like, you're the superhero of Georgia. You know, like why wouldn't they just say fuck off? Because they're not really superheroes. It's the corporation making this freaking like, uh, serum that's turning them into superheroes and everyone's thinking that they just magically become superheroes but that's not the case so it's really really crazy uh came out of nowhere like steve said and uh it was probably you know the boys and righteous gemstones are probably my two favorite new ones that came out this year also um kind of you know honorable mention the mandalorian really love the mandalorian uh it's still going i think we just episode six just dropped but huge star wars fan and that was a great new take uh on uh on the story um watchmen i haven't caught up on watchmen i've only watched like the first like three or four episodes i did read the comic book saw the movie i was a huge fan of that and so far it's been it's been pretty good and too disappointed with watchmen um and then my other two living with yourself which was a Netflix show with Paul Rudd. Which, I forgot about that. I you know, love that with show. kind of the dynamic of what happens if you clone yourself and things like that. And, you know, that's coming back for another season. So that's going to be really interesting. Um, and then a network show, which I think this is, yeah, this is my only network show on here, is Stumptown, which is um, Colby Smulders and um, uh, what is, what is uh, the guy from uh new girl nick is it nick it's J- uh, jake jake johnson like the, his real jake johnson um they star in the show and and they're great and uh, it is a good show it's your typical hey i'm an undercover pi just crazy awkward sexual tension relationships all over the place we're going to wrap up this story in you know 42 minutes and call it a day so it's your typical network show structure but i i do think it's i i do think it's kind of interesting um so I, I i enjoyed that yeah i'll have to i had the mandalorian on my list as well i i've been enjoying that i and i agree with everything else you said i haven't seen Stumptown yet but i would like to check it out well i was just gonna say about the mandalorian everyone's raving about it on disney plus right i finally got access to disney plus and the first thing i did was start watching the dog whisperer and i've pretty much watched Almost every episode of the past, you know, seasons you, four. You correct eight. me up, Dan, because like you love good TV, but uh, you also love some garbage ass TV. I do. Like one of my okay, the new show of twenty nineteen, or maybe it was twenty eighteen, but um, I loved Very Cavalry. Oh, good God, um, I don't know if anyone got caught that on the E channel. Um, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler, and you know her starting her business from scratch. She started with almost nothing, guys. Um, and then she built this business up with not using the millions of dollars she made as a teenager, um, but built it up from nothing. And it's just about her relationship, her relationship with Jay. And, you know, I'm rooting for those kids. I, uh, full disclosure, I'm wearing a bear sweater right now. Big bears fan. 
Did not like Jay Cutler as my quarterback. Love him as a reality TV star. And that's all I'll say about Barry Cutler. That was even even that was too didn't much. Didn't think I didn't <laughs> think I'd be bringing that one up today. Didn't think I'd be bringing that one up today. Um, so I know Dan, you didn't watch a lot of new TV shows. Um, but let's talk about new shows that came out that we didn't watch yet, but we want to get, you know, we want to see them, right? So for me, two two new shows that came out this year that I really want to check out are The Morning Show, which is, um, I would probably say this is the kind of flagship show for Apple TV's streaming network because it's got the biggest stars, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Steve Carell, um, and it's also uh, already nominated for some, for some Golden Globes. So I just downloaded it, um, totally legally downloaded it, and uh, I'm going to check that out. So I'm excited about The Morning Show. And I don't know if you saw um, Russian Doll on Netflix, and uh, it's got the uh, I forget I I always forget actors' names, but it's got the woman from like American Pie and Orange Is the New Black. Um, but uh, that looks like a really interesting show where she's in some sort of time loop where she keeps dying over and over again, and that got nominated for a bunch of stuff too. Yeah, one one I've heard a ton about this year that I have not checked out yet is Succession. Oh, yeah, that too, Succession, yeah. That's supposed to be really good. And then there's another one on Netflix called Unbelievable that I've had multiple saw, people I, I recommend to me. It's, it's supposed um, to be pretty good. It's, it's, it's got a terrible name. No, Unbelievable. Well, no, it doesn't. It actually, it actually has um, – I'll tell you why the name is good, but I'm not really going to give anything away. So I don't think, I think it's just a limited series. So basically Unbelievable is about um, a girl, woman who is, you know, young woman who is raped in Seattle in like 2008, 2009. And she goes to report the rape. And basically the cops don't really believe her because she's got some issues going on. And so they kind of force her to like take her statement back. Right. So that's your like she's this unbelievable chick like no one believes her. Right. So that's one segment of it. But then like you've got this whole other thing where like this serial rapist goes to like Colorado and he continues to rape all these other women there. And it's just a whole unbelievable aspect of how he's getting away with it and like how their shitty police work is. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. So like the name, like if you do watch the show, um, the name actually does fit and it's got some really good actors. I wasn't planning on watching it and my wife started watching it and I was seeing a few clips and the acting was really well done. So I started, uh, for the beginning and watched the whole, whole season. Um, and it, it, it was really good. So you guys should check it out. Yeah, no, for sure. That's, that's definitely on my list. Um, I think one reason, that I don't watch as many like shows is because I'm like really into documentaries um, and docu-series. And one I just watched on Netflix that I think you guys should watch if you haven't is uh, Confessions of a Serial Killer. Or Yeah. It, it It's on Netflix. I'm sure it's one of your top recommended things. I just finished it this weekend or the other day. It's awesome. Also, fire. Has, is, there, is there a serial killer documentary on netflix that you haven't watched no is is there a serial killer that does not have a documentary on netflix or a movie yeah who's your favorite serial killer dan uh i would um who is the who is who's the one they did the movie on this year 
Ted Bundy. Ted yeah. Bundy. No, that guy's fascinating to me. Did you watch that the Zac Efron one? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I started it and I could not get through it. I thought it was boring. Okay, I didn't, I didn't think it was really good. I thought it was. I thought it was decent for a Netflix movie. We should almost talk about the Irishman in this too, because that was basically a series. It's like six hours long. It was a movie. I know, but you could have broken it up into a series. Okay, but it was the movie, so. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like The Mandalorian. Like, they could have just smashed that together into, like, a four-hour-long movie, and it kind of flows like a movie. I didn't I didn't realize they, like, released episodes for that. I thought it was just, like, Netflix where they just, all of them, but they, they actually, it's on a schedule where they release them. I, I think that Disney Plus is trying to be cute with a lot of stuff and releasing it on a weekly schedule so people stay, stay don't yeah. have the... Yeah, like they don't have the opportunity to binge, so then you can. Um, oh, I guess yeah. Apple and Disney are both doing that. Where because I think the morning show is releasing on a schedule. I prefer that. Like it, I, we do a lot of talk about TV at work, and it kind of kills like the lunchroom water cooler talk when you have to tiptoe around. Like you don't know if anybody you know who binged the whole season already and stuff like that. Well, Chris and I work from home, so we just have our own water cooler talk what about uh what about stuff that was we talked about things we liked in 2019 what about things that were disappointing all right big one we got to get out here uh chris i'm sure you're gonna agree with this game of thrones oh shit okay Mm -hmm. number one on my list number one on my list um do we even need to talk about no i think no, I'm kidding. I'm well, kidding. here's the thing. We we haven't done an episode on Game of Thrones. I'm sure we will at some point just because of we have, we have to. the fact that Game of Game of Yes, we have to because it's it's such a big show. Um and the show was a good show. Okay? Um it's not like there wasn't great characters or great stories or great episodes because some of the episodes like battle of the bastards comes to mind as one of my favorite tv episodes of all time but you have such a colossal beast that is gained so much momentum over a decade and every and you make people wait like a year and a half for this final fucking season and the season i don't want to say is a train wreck Okay, I don't want to say it's a train wreck, but like if it was like a trolley, right? Which the trolley like in San Francisco and that just fucking plowed into like some store like that kind of, you know, because there were like in the rock there. Yeah, sure. There were certain there were certain moments, right? Like I I do like um, the part where Arya kills Night King. Some of those battle scenes were great, but like they just kind of went with a very unexpected ending. And this kind of how they handle everything like didn't make sense. Like all that character development over eight seasons, they kind of threw out the fucking window. Um, and my myself and many others weren't happy about it. Yep. Thoughts totally too. agree. Yeah. And there's I have a suspicion that so like another fairly egregious thing was they built up all this lore around like the Night King and then basically went nowhere with it and didn't explain anything. And I have a suspicion that that was intentional because they're going to explore that or that maybe they had plans of exploring that that's have since been derailed um, of exploring that in some of the other spinoff Game of Thrones shows. Um, but but that does not explain some of the other terrible mistakes they made, like rushing into 
Daenerys becoming the Mad Queen overnight and stuff like that. So, yeah. Overall, a very, very disappointing end to a pretty good show. Totes. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about this episode because we are about to uh, do a, do a complete episode about the show. I don't want to talk show. about it at all. But I. I was not pleased with the series finale. Of all right, let's finale. just leave it at that. Can we just? I, I agree. No, I agree. Just, uh, okay, we don't have to go. We, we don't have to go in. I think the whole discussion. season. Uh, I agree, and I forgot that the season. I forgot until I started watching it last week that it was a series finale, and I watched it, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So we'll go. We'll go into detail. So you guys stay tuned for our full episode on Silicon Valley. But I was not happy with the season finale, series finale. Um, in terms of other stuff that disappointed me this year, um, I hate to say it. It kind of hurts to say it, but Always Sunny. Um, in its 14th season, it just did not hit this year for me. It was There was maybe one or two episodes like last season, season 13. I think there were like three or four or five episodes I really enjoyed. This season, man, it was just a struggle to watch it, it felt like, from for some episodes. And I think they really – like they could have done so much better. Like um, – the one I really had high expectations for was the gang solves global warming. Like, whenever the gang solves something, the gang solves the gas crisis, the gang solves the garbage problem, whenever they solve something, it's usually hilarious. And this was just an absolute flop, in my opinion. As was the whole season. I agree. And you know what's, you know what's crazy is the Instagram clip of... Uh mac singing acoustic friends theme with a d in the background that like 30 second clip was like funnier than anything that they did on always sunny this season it is so true like the thing that drove me insane because we already recorded the sunny episode so i i need to rant about this a little bit the patties has a jumper episode they added a whole nother floor to patties like i watched the earlier episodes all the time Patty's is a two-story building. They added like a third and a fourth floor for this jumper or whatever. So like when you're looking at the outside of the building, it looks completely different. Yeah, there's how do you there's do even that? an episode. There's seasons. even an episode where one of the McPoyles falls off the roof, and falls he's like, it. "Oh, that exactly. Oh, that didn't hurt. That that wasn't that bad. My ankle kind of hurts, but that's it. Yeah, I might have a bruise <laughs> yeah. on my heel. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Like that drove me. Nuts. I'm like, how do you do that? And it, it had they really promoted that cassava melon thing. Like that was going to be like hilarious, but really. They used the whole thing in the like I I in the previews. I just man, it was disappointing. I, I love Always Sunny. It's one of my favorite shows ever. But I, and again, I hate to say this, it it might be time just to wrap it up. Yeah, and they have new projects going on, so I really don't know. I mean, maybe they're just getting paid so much from FX that that's why they're doing other projects. I feel like like if you have a show that goes on for fourteen years and you're making bank, you pretty much stick with that but i think that they had so much clout with earlier seasons they probably signed a contract that was like if you produce x amount of seasons every season you guys will get like millions Maybe. of dollars yeah. you know what i mean and i mean d and mac or uh, caitlin olsen and rob mackley did have a very nice looking house so wouldn't surprise me too much so another thing i was disappointed in and this is actually something i just saw last night uh, so I downloaded all the episodes of C, um, which is one of Apple TV's new shows uh, with uh, Jason, what's his last name? Momoa, right? Uh, Aquaman and 
Drago from Game of Thrones. And I was excited about this because the concept is there's a virus that wipes out the Earth's population and only a few million people out of billions survive. And all the people that survive wind up being blind. And then generations later, so a few hundred or I guess a few centuries later, so maybe 200, 300 years later, everyone that still exists is blind. So the idea of sight is just this myth, right? So I was pretty excited about the concept. Here's the problem. It's not that interesting watching a show where everyone is blind, okay? And, you know, you've got this, you think that it would be interesting? Like, literally, like, on paper, like, I thought that would be a cool sci-fi storyline and there the first episode you've got uh you know jason momoa's tribe and you've got this woman giving birth to these um twins and i guess the whole thing is like this woman the de- the father of of uh these twins has sight so he's the only one on the fucking planet that has sight and he gives birth to these kids, and they're also good. They also have sight. So I guess now it's like, oh well, you're gonna start bringing sight back to the the world. But like, there was so many things. One, like everyone's all weird and shit like that. Um, and uh, what I mean by weird is it's like it's just a completely weird culture with weird names and weird chanting, and everyone just acts like unusual. Um, but also. There was a huge fight scene between, like, these two, like, you know, I guess armies, if you want to call it. But, like, if you've ever seen flying people fight, it wasn't that interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, you see you see Daredevil, right, fight, and that's cool because he can kind of see shit. But these people, like, it was, it was, it was funny because half the time you're just like, what's this blind person doing? Like, you're just standing there waiting for someone to hit you in the face. And then half the other time... It was some chick doing some crazy ass like ninja shit, and you're like, get the fuck out of here, like stop it, you know. Um, so it was half of like unbelievable shit with half like this is boring, and uh, I probably am not going to continue watching it. So I was a little disappointed with that. Um, and then my other thing, which I'll say, this is a to be determined whether or not I'm going to be disappointed because the season hasn't ended. This is a series ending for Mr. Robot. So I don't know if I'm going to be disappointed fully because it hasn't finished. But up until this point, I am disappointed because I don't know what the fuck you're doing, Sam Ashmelo. You're wasting a lot of time. You had a couple good episodes this season, but this storyline is kind of going all over the place. I'm sure Steve's got some comments on that. He's a huge Mr. Robot fan, but kind of disappointed with it so far. Hopefully we've got a few more episodes left of the season. Uh, they can kind of turn it around and end the series on a bang. Totally agree. I think if if they end it well, like it will have redeemed itself. But I I agree this season has been very weak overall. Was there anything else that you didn't like this year that came out, Steve? Sort of honorable mention to Jack Ryan. I don't know if you guys like that show at all, but I really enjoyed the first season. And I started the first couple episodes of the new season and I just could I was not feeling it like the whole the whole premise of it seems ridiculous compared to the last season. And I, I don't know. Like I, they're they're kind of, they're trying to turn him very quickly into like he was a nerd forced into like the crazy scenario last season, and now suddenly he's like this action star who's like jumping across across roofs and stuff. Okay, so I did finish season two of Jack Ryan. I thought it was good. 
Um, I don't know if it was as good as the first season, but I did think it was good. Um, so I, I wasn't disappointed with it. Um, I, so the fact that he is this super smart analyst and he does a lot of action shit, I feel like they justify that with the fact that he was a Marine. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, it's not like he was some nerd that never picked up a gun. Like he was a Marine that was in active combat. So he should know how to handle himself. So I am definitely fine with the, you know, with the action that they kind of put him in. Now, um, I'm not going to give really anything away, but how many episodes are you in? Have you seen, uh, I'm assuming you've, what, what, where are you at? Have you seen the, uh, maybe I only watched the first episode. Cause I think I saw the, like the, uh, his friend, like the Senator or whatever, get killed, which I think was in the first episode. Okay, so you know who the bad guy yeah, is. Yeah, like the, guy, the blonde the guy. Yeah. Man with no face. Yeah. Yeah, from Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, there are a few things that are a little on the unbelievable side this season. I will agree with you on that, and you've got more to come. But it was it was good. I was I was entertained. Um and I thought I thought it ended pretty well. So Okay. Maybe I'll give it another shot. So let's talk about comedies, right? Um, a lot of good, funny stuff came out this year. What's on your list for, you know, sort of the best single episode, you know, for a comedy, if you guys have something? Um, I can go. Uh, so this has been long anticipated, but uh, Rick and Morty finally came back after like two seasons off the air. And they're usually their first episodes of the season and their season finales are very good and they they did a great job with the episode one of the new season which was edge of tomorrow rick die rick pete uh which i love that movie edge of tomorrow um and this episode was not at all what i was expecting based on that title uh like rick keeps waking up in different clone bodies with like nazi shrimp and stuff like that and then <laughs> Yeah. But they're all Nazis. Like, that was the funniest part. Like, the first time he did it, it was like, oh, you're in this, like, you know, Nazi uh, Germany type thing. But then every fucking reality, they're all Nazis. Yeah, and the whole Morty, like, Akira thing was good. Um, so, super strong start to the season. The second episode of that show actually was really good as well. And then I, I feel like the last couple haven't been as strong. But, uh, yeah, great, great start to the season, at least. I think uh, Rick Die Repeat was also on my list. Was the second episode the heist episode? Uh, that was the third episode, I think. I thought the yeah. heist episode was really good. Because wasn't the second episode the bathroom episode? Yes. The toilet? That I one didn't really I liked. like the toilet episode. Yeah. Really? Hmm. I like the heist episode. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> What about you, Dan? Um, in terms of like individual episodes, uh, what first came to mind to me TV show-wise from 2019 was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I thought they had a pretty solid season coming back um, from being canceled and brought back on NBC. Um, I really enjoyed the Hitchcock and Scully episode where it kind of takes you back to the 1980s and you see why they always go to wing sluts and why they are kind of the way they are. Um, I really enjoyed that episode. And then also from that season... Uh, a Tale of Two Bandits, which is going back to the Pontiac Bandit. Um, love anything involving Craig Robinson. 
And then um, the last one probably from this season that I really liked was uh, the Gintars, uh, where we meet uh, Charles's son's actual father, and it's Ike Barinholtz. And he, you know, starts the company in Latvia called The Gape, um, which is a clothing store. Um, I And I, I just watched that one recently, and I just – I always – I enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, I thought Brooklyn Nine-Nine was really solid for, for coming back off uh, being canceled. For sure, yeah. Definitely enjoyed um, the 9-9 this season. The one thing I will say I did not enjoy at all about this season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine was the return of Gina episode where she came back. Um, I don't remember a ton of details about it because I really didn't enjoy it. I only watched it once, but I just remember being super disappointed with how, with how they brought back Gina and how they sort of let her go. and it, it was just all very disappointing. Yeah, I remember we were arguing about how I thought Gina was terrible and you loved Gina. And then that right. episode was on and I'm like, I told you Gina yep. was yeah, terrible. You got me on that one. Yep. For sure. For me, I've, I've got a few, like I did have the Rick die repeat. Um, but my number one is definitely Barry episode, Ronnie slash Lily. And, you know, we did a Barry, um, show. Is this a, is that a comedy? It's classified as comedy. Barry comedy. It's classified okay. as comedy. Um, you know, it's one of those things where like, you know, it, um, it's comedy with some drama in it, you know, and it's kind of hard to, cause you can't say there's not comedy. I mean, Hank, you get, Hank is funny as fuck. IMDb has it as action, comma, comedy, comma, crime. Okay. Um, but the Ronnie Lilly episode was just so unique and funny and just out there. And I just really, really love that. Um, and just great. Great season, kind of in general for uh, for me. Um, I also liked. Uh, I thought South Park was, you know, not fantastic this season, but they continued to be pretty strong. You know, continued stuff with, um, uh, you know, with Randy Integrity Farms. Um, you know, going over the China and stuff like that. But specifically, the episode I liked uh, was "Let Them Eat Goo." Um, and this was sort of South Park making fun of the whole um, impossible. What are the burgers called? Unbelievable, incredible, impossible. The impossible burgers. Hey, this tastes like so, shit. <laughs> yeah, you know the whole concept of uh, the school getting impossible meat, and then you know Cartman kind of freaking out and having a heart attack because they're taking away his like uh, unhealthy junk food, and then like on the other side you've got um, Tolly and. Uh, Randy going into the, um, you know, impossible burger business by just take, cause it's plant-based, plant-based. Hmm. And they just take like their, uh, like, uh, is that, what is that called? Schwag? Is that a shitty? What? Yeah. They just take the swag and they just stick it in burgers and everyone enjoys it. They're like, wait, this tastes like shit. Hold on. Wait for it. Oh, I get it now. This is amazing. And like everyone's just fucking stoned off their asses eating hamburgers. And then and then at the end it was just funny because Cartman's like, like, you can't take away my food because I need something like processed and salty and blah blah blah. And like they're just like, Well, an impossible burger is like super processed and it's not like healthy farmer table shit at all. And he's like, Oh, okay then. I'm good with it. Uh, yeah, I really liked season, the South Park this season, too, for the Tegrity Farms aspect. Um, and I, the episode that sticks out to me was the Tegrity Farms Halloween special. Because um, Randy's trying to deal with his daughter's marijuana problem, which is her problem with marijuana. Um, 
and then she poisons or whatever. She messes with his Halloween special weed, and he's running through the fields with Tawali, hallucinating, thinking that he's being penetrated by Harvey Weinstein. Like, they just brought in so much different shit into that episode. I was just laughing the whole time. It's amazing. It's amazing that they it's 23 seasons now, like, and they're still – it's just crazy to me. Like, we just talked about – Oh, always sunny and it's in its 14th season and they only do like 10 episodes a season as it is and it's like it's time for them but south park i've never watched south park my god oh, it's time for them to cancel it well and i also i also think that they you know you know i think that because they turn around so quickly they have that topical advantage but then they also have a they also have a disadvantage because if they can't come up with something really good in a week then they're releasing a mediocre show right and and the characters don't age so I mean they have that advantage stuff like that but it's still inter- it's still fascinating to me that it's just still going strong. Yeah, they they have weak episodes every once in a while but they always redeem themselves. Like the highs are still really high. Yeah, like the the board girls episode from the season I think is that the one where they have all the wrestling shit. I can't stand all the like PC stuff on that show like I have, yeah, I, I have not enjoyed the tail end of the season. Yeah, I haven't really watched since the season finale to be honest. Once Integrity Farms was done the last um the last show I did want to mention um from a comedy that I thought was a really good episode, not so much from a this was a hilarious episode, but I just thought it was a well done series finale um and kind of unexpected to be honest with you was the big Bang season finale. I used to be a huge fan of Big Bang when it came out. It was just one of those shows that i I just watched because why not? I always watched it. You know, it was never like a laugh out loud uh, consistency for me. I think that, you know, throughout the later seasons, it kind of fell off. Um, But the season finale surprised me. I didn't think I was going to like it. I thought it was just going to be kind of cheesy. And it kind of ended with, you know, no matter how shitty Sheldon is, his friends were always there for him. And they he winds up winning a Nobel Peace Prize. And even though he's a fucking asshole to them, they wind up going to his ceremony. And then he realizes that, hey, my friends are the only reason why I'm here. And he like does his very heartwarming, you know, speech to thank them. So I, th- I do think, you know, even though it wasn't a hilarious episode, I think it was a good episode and a really good way to end that series. Yeah, from the from a couple big bang theory experts that i know they were they were very happy with with how it ended i feel like uh it would be a good sound bite where you said the big bang theory why not it's a pretty solid uh summary of that, yeah it's though. it's always on yeah <laughs> now in terms of uh dramas this year right what uh what show or episode was you know a, a drama that stuck out for you guys now for me um probably the one that stuck out the most was the first episode of Chernobyl, right? Like I know it's a limited series. There's only five episodes, but that take on the disaster, how that was filmed, the acting um, really just kind of stuck in my head as just great. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I would, I would say that it's the same for the whole series, but the first episode definitely hooks you. Then, the other two, just real quick, that I thought were worth mentioning. Now, I did mention that Game of Thrones wasn't great. However, I did really like the episode where Arya wound up killing the Night King. Not 
because it was just such a great episode, but like that was just such a cool moment. So that one moment was very memorable to me and I enjoyed it. So I'm not going to go and argue the case that that was like such a well-written show or, or, you know, episode, but I, as a fan, I really enjoyed um, that specific episode. And then also contradicting what I said previously, but um, episode 405, Method Not Allowed, um, ah, I was gonna say by that. Mr. Robot, you know, was is actually a really good episode. Um, it's kind of cool. He's doing HTTP uh, methods for all his show titles. But, um, you know, this was unique because this was a heist episode. It was um, Elliot and his sister hacking into this uh, server station. Um, but also what was unique about it, there was no spoken dialogue throughout the whole episode. And you don't even really realize it until someone mentions that there was no dialogue. Um, and, uh, it was, it was a a really well done episode. Yeah. I was going to mention that one as well. Um, there, Mr. Robot is, yeah, the, this season has been weak, but one of the weird things about Mr. Robot is they do these weird takes on particular episodes like this one reminded me a lot of the episode in the previous season where basically the whole episode was a single shot like a whole a tracking shot like up a up these elevators into the skyscraper like throughout the office with this riot going on and that's probably one of the if we ever do a a show about like the best tv episodes period ever that would probably be on my list but yeah this episode reminded me a lot of that one where it's there they they're really good at capturing tension in like these high risk scenarios of, you know, it's easy to portray hacking in this ridiculous light as a lot of movies and shows have done over the years, but they, they capture the, the tenseness of it all very well. What about you, Dan? Just Chernobyl or? Well, the Sopranos episode where pussy gets killed was, was a tough watch and something um, that came out this decade. Also, also, The Wire, where D'Angelo gets got, that one was tough to rewatch. Um, no, I, I really didn't watch much drama, admittedly, this year. Um, I'm more of a, a comedy fan um, and a, apparently just rewatch the same shows over and over fan. Um, so apparently, that'll be my, that, that's going to be my New Year's resolution is to, to watch more dramas in 2020. And you're just not going to rewatch Viva La Bam or. Oh, I'll definitely mix in some BAM. I'll definitely mix in some BAM. I still want to do an episode on that, and I think that people are clamoring for it. If you're with me, please tweet at us and let me know if you'd like us to do a Viva La BAM episode. I can do it solo. doesn't matter. I can talk for hours about no, it. So. Just, it is going to be solo. I'm not doing it with you. So Just let me know. There are dozens just of Viva La BAM fans. Now, dozens of us. Uh, now, before we talk about um, our, our, you know, our favorite episode of the year, but... Uh, I want to just go through a list of shows that ended this year because there was a lot of really good shows that ended. Now, there was probably 100 plus that ended this year. Some of them were just really shitty one season shows. But um, I went through the list and just kind of marked down ones that either I've seen or, you know, were pretty good shows worth noting. So um, and they either ended because the series ended or they got canceled. So I'll just kind of. Go through this list, and if you guys want to chime in, feel free. But Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, a Tina Fey show on Netflix ended. Crashing. I don't know if you saw the Pete Holmes, which I was actually, I, I just, 
uh, finally watched that and I binged all three seasons in like a week and I was very sad to find out that it had ended. I was a big fan of that. Santa Clarita Diet ended, which was kind of sad. I thought that was a pretty good show. Speechless was, eh, it was okay. I'm a, I'm a Mini Driver fan, but you know, it's only so much you can do with that premise. Uh, Gotham, I never watched Gotham, but it did have like five seasons. So people, some someone liked it. Did you guys ever see Gotham? No? No, I've always heard it was pretty good though. Uh, Sneaky Pete, which was a pretty interesting show on Amazon Prime. That third season came out and that ended, which the third season was kind of uh, a train wreck. So I'm not surprised with that. This was um, a show that ended. We've done an episode on it. It's a great show. But Veep ended this year, which we were all sad to see go, but ended in a pretty good way. Um, Big Bang Theory, like I just mentioned, their series finale wrapped up. You know, that show made like a billion dollars uh, for everybody and uh, had like 100 million episodes. But it was ended pretty well. I don't know if you guys have seen Fleabag. And I was... I was very surprised to see Fleabag on this list because it just got nominated for a bunch of stuff. And I'm pretty sure she won Emmys for Fleabag. So I'm not sure why that was only like two seasons and they ended it. So um, I've watched a couple of those episodes. So I want to swing back and uh, um, check that out. Game of Thrones, obviously. We're not going to talk too much about that. All the All the fucking Marvel shows on Netflix. Basically, Netflix was like, fuck you. Punisher, fuck you, Jessica Jones. I'm not sure if Daredevil is still technically active, but um, I've heard rumors that it is still alive. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with yeah, that. But Luke Cage is gone too, right? Yeah, that is just a fucking disaster. Um, Orange is the New Black, which you know I was a fan. Um, I I think it was a show that had its ups and downs. I think it ended decently, not the best ending for a series finale, uh, but it was it was it was pretty well done. Um, Jane the Virgin never fucking saw an episode, but I always hear that show come up, and it had a lot of seasons, so I just mentioned it. Yeah, my wife is binging that right now, and it's it's I've seen a fair amount of it. It's it's pretty good. It's it's ridiculous, but it's it's funny and heartwarming. Okay. Um, a show which I had super. Um, I was super hyped about and I watched the first season and it um, was really fucking weird and I feel like I have to rewatch these episodes over and over. It finally ended. Legion, which is this weird spinoff of kind of like the son of Professor X in the Marvel Universe. Um, it's got Aubrey Plaza in it. She's really hot, but it's just weird and I have a hard time following it um, and I'm not surprised that it ended. I feel like you have to be a really hardcore comic book fan to really enjoy that show elementary also ended uh which was a great take on the sherlock holmes storyline lucy Liu was in that um she was she was great and i did watch a lot of elementary when it first came out i believe it was in like seven or eight seasons before it ended and i've probably seen maybe half those episodes um but that was really good uh baskets which um with uh zach uh Galifianakis and um oh uh, why can't I think of the heavy set comic that played his mom oh 
fuck. This is really bothering me. Uh, it's Louis something. Yeah, it's Louis something. Um, damn it. But anyways, that was... I've never actually watched the show. Um, Zach is like some dude who wants to be a clown. And his mom, who's played by a dude, um, uh, it won a bunch of stuff. They've won Emmys for that. So um, that's gone. So we also have Suits, which was on the air way too long. I actually watched that show. Um, and it went from good to complete horseshit. And unfortunately, my wife fell in love with it when it was complete horseshit. So I had to keep watching all the horseshit episodes. Uh, Transparent from Amazon Prime, which is, you know, one of their shows that won a fuck ton of uh, Emmys uh, for What's-His-Face's uh, portrayal of that of that trans woman. Um, but they... Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor, and uh, I'm not surprised that they ended it, you know, because they were kind of, I haven't seen the final season, but they were kind of going all over the place with the storyline. Um, but it was it was a good series overall. Ballers ended on HBO this season, uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson, um, and uh, as the um, football accountant turned owner and, you know, basically was your entourage clone, Eh, it was, it was whatever. Um, I just like it because I'm a huge Dwayne Johnson fan, but uh, not not sad that it's over. The Deuce, uh, which was made by the same guy who made The Wire, that ended this season, and I've watched a little bit of uh, the final season, and it's still continuing to be good. I haven't um, finished the series, but um, you know we should probably do a uh, episode on that because I think that was pretty good. The Affair, which I believe was HBO, maybe Showtime, but The Affair was pretty good. Um, I watched a few seasons of that. I've got to continue that. That just ended. Um, and then last couple ones, The Man in the High Castle, which I've never seen, but always got good uh, reviews on Amazon Prime. And then like we mentioned... Yeah, I I watched the first two seasons of that, and I really enjoyed it. And I, it's really, really slow, and I got bored and stopped watching it eventually, but I'll I'll probably go and finish it at some point. I probably, I mean, you know, it's free, so might as well just check it out. It, it looks decent. Yeah, it's like alternate history with Nazis, which is cool to begin with. And th- but then it gets real weird into some sci-fi alternate. Did you just say Nazis stuff. are cool to begin with? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I thought it's fun we to established explore. ourselves as an anti-Nazi podcast a while ago. I'm not saying that I like them, but it's fun to watch. Um, and then these last two we've already mentioned, Silicon Valley just finished up. Uh, we're doing an episode on that soon. And then this is Mr. Robot's last season, and we will see how well that turns out. So a lot of really good shows, in my opinion. You know, there's a handful of really good shows, Veep and, um, you know, Big Bang and stuff on here. Game of Thrones at the end of this year. So adios, guys. And then you guys kind of want to sign off with any sort of like really notable episode for you that came out this year. Like mine, like I said, the Ronnie Lily episode, hands down, was just really funny, really unique. And that was probably my favorite episode of all the watch this year. So I don't have a specific episode, but I do have a show that I want to mention because I feel like it's kind of unfairly flown under the radar, but it's actually a Hulu show called Castle Rock, uh, which the premise of it is it's not based on any Stephen King novels, but it takes place in the Stephen King universe, essentially. So uh, Castle Rock is a town in a lot of his books, and 
they pull characters and set pieces from the books and created new stories out of it. And the first season was pretty good, but the second season has been incredible. It has uh, Lizzie Kaplan in it, who's primarily been in comedies up to this point, but she actually plays the same character that Kathy Bates plays in the film Misery like 20 years ago. Uh, And her performance was just bananas insane literally um great show highly recommend it hmm. doesn't doesn't all of stephen king's stories take place in like connecticut uh it's maine actually maine yeah okay. yeah like every single one is based in maine uh pretty much yeah okay because there was some like billy on the street thing where he was like you know asking people like where does this take place and they were all all the answers were maine so Hmm. Interesting. What about you, Dan? Um, this is this. Yeah, this is kind of a tough question. Um, the first thing that really came to mind, uh, I, and the reason it's tough for me is because I just I don't have a very good memory. Um, but the one thing that st- that really stuck out to me, and you mentioned it, was the Veep finale. Um, I loved that show. Um, I thought they canceled it at the right time. I thought seven seasons was perfect. I I thought it could have gone a little longer, but I'm glad they didn't. And I thought they wrapped it up in a really satisfying way. It's not satisfying in that how it all happened, but if you know the characters and you know Selena and you know Gary and you know you know these characters, it's exactly how I would have expected it it to end. She she got everything she wanted at the expense of every single person around her. And I thought that and I love when shows go like super far into the future, sort of like Parks and Recreation did, where you can kind of see Actually, sort of what Silicon Valley did, too, um, although I don't think they did it well. Um, but you can kind of see their whole lives, and it also just ever prevents it from being brought back, which I hate when shows are brought back. So Nice. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Well, that's it. That was uh, 2019 in a nutshell. You guys uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Let us know your favorite shows and episodes of 2019. And we'll see you guys soon. See ya. Have a great 2020.